You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Word. Uh, yes. Another show, another opener. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because yeah. we like your stories. Yeah. Mm. Uh-oh, why? What's They're matter? just boring. I bore myself, Manis. It's the same tragic no. Larry David-esque turn of events week after week. No, but the thing is, what I like about it <clears throat> is yeah. it's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is you're coming out of something. You were definitely in something. Oh man! Let's face it. You were in a. Oh, wow. You were in a vortex for the last at least a month. You've been in a vortex. Yeah. Well, you know, Halloween is on a Monday this year, and if that yeah. doesn't sum up how shitty 2016 has been, I don't know what does. <laughs> okay, let's back it up. Now, why does that affect? Who who puts Halloween on a Monday? <laughs> That's awful on the, so many the, levels. The Mayans. It's from the Mayan calendar. I don't know. The Maya, it's, blame I don't think the it Mayans. is Mayan, actually. The Mayan calendar ended in 2012, so you're not right there. Oh. Well, what calendar are we on now? Is this, oh, the, is is this the Christian is it a Roman calendar? calendar? Roman. Is it a... I don't know. Something with a moon? Nicole, Nicole loves to Google. Yeah. No. I'm going to Google that. I'm saying, you Google don't that. find that awful? That's awful on so many levels. Number one, well, no, because you love Halloween. See, I'm not a big Halloween well, fan. You I mean, love the Halloween. I, well, here's the thing. Like last year, it was enjoyable for me because we got my mom to go and we dressed her as a ninja turtle. <laughs> oh, hang on. It is a Gregorian Wait. calendar. Gregorian. Mm, I knew that. So Monday is a Halloween. Yes. <laughs> yes. So now my mom's not going, which is just ruins what do you mean? everything for me. She's not going. She can't go because she works on a Monday and then there's no good parties and then your kids have school the next day. It's just the whole thing. I don't know. So you're not going to participate? You're I have year. to participate. I have small humans who weren't like a, sugar. Weren't you? Oh, no. You were Rosie the Riveter one year. I remember seeing a picture of you on the yeah. internet. Rosie the Riveter. Last year I was Splinter. I don't know who Splinter is. He's a rat. He's a rat from the Ninja oh, Turtle. I didn't see that picture. And this year, because my mom's not going to go, I think I have to be a frog. Because Lou... What's Lou want to be? She wants to be Tiana. Who's Tiana? Well, this is what's interesting about this. Don't princess and the frog. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. She's the New Orleans princess, and she has a frog. Okay. Someone has to be the frog. Since gonna be, well, what about Phoenix? He's a little frog. No, Phoenix wants to be Bruce Lee, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. What's Heidi going to be? I don't know, actually. You make a very good point. Yeah. What is, yeah, usually because Heidi, why isn't she the freaking frog? The year, that, the year that you were Rosie the Riveter, wasn't Heidi uh, Wonder Woman? She was Wonder Woman. Yeah, I still I remember have that, that picture. picture. Yeah. Yeah, that was my screensaver for the longest time. Yeah. 
It made me really happy. How much you want to bet she's not going to answer? Does she well, know we're not doing a, the podcast today? Yeah, and that means she won't answer the phone. Yeah, I wish you'd ask her why she won't be the damn frog. Okay, I can. I can handle that. Yeah, why the F <laughs> should I be the frog? Well, it depends on what, if you have any other, if you don't have any other plans, then you have to be the frog. And she's not going to answer. She knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knows what the question's probably going to be. I think she does. This is disgusting to me, just all the way around. Now I realize, you're right. You have reached oh, the, the nerve. Thing. All right, anyway, whatever. Anyway, so, okay, so, so, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, well, that's it. Now, let's talk about um, life. You wow. Know, yeah. Wait, that was a that was a really long departure. You know what I want to talk about because what? it's so shocking even though it's not an episode uh, segment 1. Oh, tidy. Hold on a second. Just a minute. Honey. Yes. Honey? Honey? Yeah. Why aren't yes, you, yes. Why, why aren't you going to be the frog? <laughs> the frog? Yeah. Um the the costume is too big. I well, I don't uh, I don't think so. I I mean we're, we're not that far apart in height. Um, I think it's more of like a uh, yeah. I think just enough. You're just tall enough. I I don't know. Is that what they said that you're going to be the frog? No, you you told me I had to be the frog. Well, I asked your brother, and he didn't seem too keen. But why can't? And you- then we asked we asked your mom, and she can't do it. Well, why can't I, mean, I guess I could be a, I guess I could be a frog. Yeah. Phoenix wanted you to be a T Rex, a blow up T Rex with him. I'm okay. not sure which is worse. That'd be cute. Well, yeah, I'll be the T Rex. You can be the frog. Okay. You know she's. You new. can't sit down in yours at all. That's that's all right. <laughs> I'm fine with that. And there's like there's a fan in the costume to keep it inflated. Oh my god. Uh. I, I know the one. I know the one she's talking about. It's a big old poofy T-Rex. Oh, maybe I'll it's be awesome, the, right? Maybe I'll be the frog. It comes in, in kid sizes too. Okay. I don't know. I am not feeling so good actually. <laughs> uh, but all <laughs> uh, my throat has been hurting like crazy. But I'll uh, I'll call you later. <laughs> okay. I love you. I love you too. Janice, you could be the frog. Heidi, don't you have to go? Janice, you'd be the perfect frog. What about Jake? Jake's got plans. It's Halloween. But Manus doesn't. Manus is a loser. Come on, Manus. It's it's on a Monday. This is perfect for you. Manus. I'll see see if I can get the day off work. Manus, we'll fly you out. Come on. Okay, honey, I'll work on this. Okay. Good thinking. That would be fun. Good thinking. I agree. That would be fun. That's better than my mom is the frog. What about Cody? <laughs> no, Cody has a daughter. Manus has nothing. Manus is perfect. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Heidi. Okay. <laughs> Bye. That's a great idea. Bye, guys. Bye, honey. Who was that? Nicole? Jake. 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 The dog. Okay. Ever a disappointment. I'm not saying anything. I'm just standing here. Yeah, you're not on your phone. No, I'm not. Nope. I don't. No. I don't go on my phone. No, I want to talk about this, but it's not an opener, and it's not even a segment. But I want to say it. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure where this is going to show everybody, but... Okay, so, ready? Yeah. I stopped drinking again. 
Okay. So I went through this phase. <clears throat> yeah. Where I was like, oh, for God's sake, you know, I'm like, if I want a glass of wine, I'm going to have a glass of wine. Yeah. And so I had like every night and it could be if I had tacos, I'd get a beer. Wouldn't drink the whole thing. Let's say half a beer, three quarters of a beer. Mm -hmm. Then let's say we go to dinner and we would get, you know, Mexican food, fajitas. And I'd be like, I'll have one tequila on the rocks. I wouldn't even finish said drink. For the most part, sometimes I have like had a glass of wine. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I put on five pounds, five, and I refused to accept. Right, I was like, I'm just not going to the gym as much. I, you know, I, like a little, little thicker, a little softer. And I was like, whatever, I'm just not working out as hard as I am. I've been as, you know, stringent about my diet. Blah blah blah. So then. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to test this out. And I also, somebody was like, you know, alcohol is a depressant. And, you know, you've heard that, right? You've heard it a million times. But you're like, oh, give me a break, a depressant, a glass of wine. Come on. But I thought to myself, you know something? Like, and I, I can tell how, like, my PMS was horrendous. Yeah. Like, boobs killing me. Sorry for the men who are listening. So, with that said, like, killing me. Swollen, bloated, like, just the world is ending kind of PMS. And always so bad when I drink, right? So, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to get off of this again. Stopped drinking. And, I mean, not two weeks later. I was five pounds later. Five pounds. Totally different. Night and day. Night and day. And you know what's interesting about this, Janice, is that it's not it's not the math. What's what's five drinks a week? Five hundred calories? It's it's fascinating to me as we talk about we we talk about metabolism, right? And your hormones and your biochemistry. This alcohol tips me my just my I'm an estrogen dominant female. And I have theories about why, like I get, if I'm not careful in the sun, I get melasma, which is called the pregnancy mask. You get like pigmentation on your face. Okay. I actually drive around in my car now with a handkerchief tied around my head. People think I'm a member of like the Taliban because the light comes through the window and pigments my face and sunblock, it goes right through sunblock. Wow. Yeah, I could like I could wear a burkini at this point, okay? So, what was I talking about? Alcohol. Alcohol. Like, yeah, Alcohol. booze. So, thank you. So, anyway, um, yeah, booze. So, I, I okay. So, I think that when I was a teenager, or no, a little older, I would break out all the time, like cystic acne, though. Okay. And that generally is related to testosterone. And I had PCOS. Well, I had have. But I don't have any symptoms of it right now. None that I notice, okay? Which is also related to having high levels of testosterone. Well, I got on Accutane. No one ever said anything to me about hormones, this, that, the other. Again, I was early 20s. To make a very long story short, it took away all the acne, but I started getting melasma. Oh, interesting. And one of my theories on this is that it shuts down Mm -hmm. a large part of your body's testosterone production. 
I have estrogen dominance. I carry weight in my lower body. I get melasma on my face. I have high levels of circulating estrogen in my system, which is not great for me. It's not good for breast cancer, this, that, the other. With that said, it's a different conversation. Alcohol is estrogenic in the body. But I mean, it it changes Think about this. Like, it takes no PMS, the worst PMS in the world. Five pounds heavier, five pounds lighter. That's crazy, the effect that it's having on me. And it's just to me, like, it doesn't happen to everybody. It happens to me. But don't forget, you you also stopped eating sugar. So you possibly were replacing your sugar fix with alcohol. It was like, you know what, enough of this. Like, oh my God, with the stringent, strict, and bleh, sick of it. And, you know, you have those moments where you kind of are like, I'm off the wagon, you know? Like, I just want to break. And you're just like, you're so sick of being so regimented. And I am pretty, pretty good about stuff like that. And I was like, this is ridiculous. People have a glass of wine with dinner. And it tastes, I like the taste, like you don't get drunk off of a glass of wine. I like the taste of red wine or the taste of a beer or the ritual of the beverage. But dude, I mean, it. When I, it's just, I guess I'm bringing this up because think about how powerful that is. That's some powerful stuff, man. Really, like drinking water. That's crazy to me. And I, I know like we've talked about it and we've talked about it and, Oh, metabolism is biochemistry, and it's all theory until you see it in practice. Yeah. It just blows my mind. And and you're right, though. It is very individual because you could say, why is it affecting me so much like that? And it it is true. I I don't know. I mean, it's just wild to me, like, how – and I thought to myself, like – I was going to kind of put it out there, even though I'm sure most people would rather gouge their eyes out, but, like, teetotal for 30 days and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, what's going to happen? It's not like no PMS. I didn't even know I was getting my period this past month. And the See, last one was the horrendous. I think I, I think one of the reasons why it, I, I don't know this for a fact, um, but sometimes when people stop, they don't want to take that risk in stopping because it makes them question their dependency on it. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, OK, if I'm going to stop. If I'm going to stop, you know, I've heard that many times. I'm going to stop drinking for a month. Oh, wow, I, a lot right. of people have said, yeah, you know what? You know what, Janice? I'm, I'm not drinking for 30 days. I'm like, okay, let's figure out why you're not drinking for 30 days. Many people have different reasons for it. But yeah. sometimes I think people stop drinking for 30 days, let's say, because they, they just don't want to admit that possibly it's got some power. It's got some power. Well, it definitely has some power, just like sugar has some power. Absolutely. And the question is what degree? Like, like I... I was, I well, what upset me about it is I was like, okay, this is uncharacteristic for me, mm-hmm. and then I was like, all right, and I was kind of talking about it with my shrink, and I was like, why am I doing this? And it started to become like a, you know, I started to feel almost like a serrated blade, and I wanted to kind of just like take the edge <laughs> off. Do you know <laughs> right? what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. And and I and he's like, well, that is the absolute wrong way to do it. And you know, alcohol is a depressant and blah, 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 blah. But I was like, then I'm like, all right, you know what? No, I'm going to focus on my brain chemistry and like eating clean and getting back to the gym and like really trying to fix, fix my brain chemistry. Because I do believe that at some point, and I, and I have heard this before, like 
depression can become is is biochemical obviously mm-hmm. serotonin now now it it can be triggered of course by circumstances in your life some people are naturally you know again i, I don't presume to be a psychiatrist but in my experience with it and i can only speak for myself and from what i know from you know my mom and other individuals um that there are people who are you know dysthymic who have a low grade depression there are people that are bipolar we know how serious brain chemistry is sure. and it in so you can go through a series of events that can almost trigger, well, that will trigger this brain chemistry. And then you kind of have a hard time getting out of it. Yeah. It becomes almost like a vicious cycle. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to, you know, I got if this is going to contribute to me feeling darker or, uh, you know, more depressive, like I, I don't want to do it. I want off of all of it. And I just, this, this, dude, the physical, I can't get over I mean, two weeks later, whoosh, ripped. Yeah. That's ripped. What I mean. Did nothing different. I, I think, I just think it's fascinating when people question, the, question alcohol, when they really question alcohol for whatever reason. Crazy. Whether it be depression, whether it be, you know what, possibly I might have a problem with it, whether it be weight, whether it be the sugar that you get out of alcohol. For whatever reason, I think it's really fascinating when you just take a moment and question it. And I think it brings up all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yesterday was a long day and it ended in a way that was extremely frustrating. And I was like, okay, breathe, you know, you're going to deal, you're going to get through, you know, just another, like every day there's another storm on the horizon and you're like, all right, you know, okay. And I, we went to dinner and I wanted so bad to get that glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, I deserve this. Sure. A glass of wine for God. And then you, you know, then you're like, this is absurd. It's a glass of wine. And then you start thinking about it and thinking and obsessing yes. about the stupid glass of wine. Yes. Whether you should have it or not have it. But, but it and yeah. I didn't do it. I was like, I'm not doing it. Just because to prove that I'm in control because I'm like that. But, oh my God, dude. First thing I, I was like, oh, I really want a glass of wine to take the, <gasps> the, the, the serrated feeling that like, ugh, you know, that feeling where you're just like. Okay, you know, and everybody is anxious. I know. We live in a culture that is like anxiety is a way of life. It's crazy. But it's so interesting that that's one of the things we, you know, and and I'm coming from from a whole different angle than you because I have issues with booze. I can't drink. I cannot drink. Or I'm, or I'm, yeah. in, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, but when I think about it, it's because there's, and we've talked about this, the romanticizing romanticizing of it oh yeah booze is very romantic to, to, to many right it's like that so cigarettes to many yes bingo Ugh. it is it's just that it's that you visualize it you know and then and we've talked about this before you and then you kind of go okay if i do that then i'm going to do that then if you play the tape through it's yep. like oh geez you know anyway i all i'm saying is the the changes physically that happen five drinks a week are insane insane and I, I just keep going back to like i go back to like the what about the red wine in the heart health study was that bull it must have been bullshit that's gotta be bullshit Wait a minute. what about, what my about that study and the antioxidants yeah but i don't know yeah i say quit for a month see what happens well your underpants stay where they're supposed to too there's so many paths to finding your family story But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, 
it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. I have five scientific reasons to sleep naked. And so we've done this, so we'll say part two. You have a part two to it? I guess I do, yeah. You'll protect your testicles. Okay, hang on a second. So That came is, from men's health. This is reasons why you, or things that will happen, things that you will should happen. sleep, re- reasons why you should sleep in the nude. And it's saying, you'll and, and one of the reasons is you'll protect your testicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even if you don't have testicles, I'm sure someone you know has testicles, you should tell them about this. Okay, yeah. ready? Sleeping in your underwear increases the odds that you'll get an infection in the worst possible place. I didn't know that. Jake, did you know this? Who sleep? You know what? I gave my I sister. I do. I sleep in underwear and a t-shirt. We've talked about this, Manus. I wear boxers usually. Yeah, I feel com. It's it's comforting. It says it keeps heat and moisture in, and bacteria thrive in warm environments. Okay, wait a minute. The underpants you wear to bed mm-hmm. are they the ones you've worn all day? No, Jake. <laughs> wait. Yeah. Oh, no. see that ain't right. So you have now the underpants when you sleep at night, Jillian. Yeah. Do you wear the same underpants every night? I'm not to a sleep? big underpants wearer during the day. So you're commando during the day. I kind of, you know, why I get wedgies, and then my get, I get flop, I get butt sweat. I hate that. Yeah, but oh, butt sweat sw- without underpants. Swass. I get swass. I've tried everything. But if you powders, had... all kinds of but stuff. But then the swass I mean, goes into I, your pants. What about no? I... But if I don't wear underwear, I don't get swass. Oh, I don't get it. Yeah, underwear gives me swass, and I can't go to the doctor and ask them to shoot Botox in my butt cheeks. But I've a- I've thought about it, 
Some people do that? They no, but I thought armpits, about it. Yeah. I get it in my armpits. Because I didn't want to put aluminum in my uh, armpits, and that natural stuff doesn't work for me. Okay, let's 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 yeah. let's um, let's kind of rego let's kind of reorganize here. Well, I'm now, saying, but I'm just saying testicles. So you wear? Do you wear? Oh, fresh granny underpants? panties. Yeah, fresh, clean. Yeah, grannies. Yeah. Every night, and Jake Love wears them. the same ones he's worn the all day. Wow. Okay. Yeah, another one. I guess this is well. These I know aren't in there. Well, these ones came from Men's Health, but you'll nurture your sperm. Wait a minute. This is all about guys. What do you mean you'll nurture? Well, these women have husbands and things and boyfriends. And what if they want to get pregnant? They need the. They are invested in these sperm as much as anybody else. So sleeping naked. Yeah, it will says, nurture your sperm. Yeah, it says the scrotum needs to be just, and the just is italicized, just the right temperature in order to optimize s- sperm production. That yep. perfect temperature is 95 to 96 degrees, just cooler than the rest of your body, which is probably why they hang outside of the body, I'm guessing, which, That's, is, which is what they're doing out there. Yeah. Flopping. Yeah. For the sake of your future children, consider freeballing, though. Huh. Oh, that's what they're calling it, freeballing. Yeah, that's a common term, right, Jake? Freeballing. Yeah. Commandoing, freeball. Oh. But you could start that at any time, right? It's not going to ruin you forever. I'm not sure. I don't know. They didn't address that. Okay. I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. Uh, you'll get closer to your partner. Skin on skin contact. Well, we know this one releases the hormone oxytocin, which you know, is how moms bond with babies. Actually. And you know what? When my nephew had his baby, he, um, they, she, his, his wife had him take his shirt off. Yeah. And skin so on skin. Skin yeah. on skin. You yeah. Know, they said it was very important. Oh, and, I, and I've never heard oh, that. Oh, yeah. Fuzzy oh, bear. It's not going to work. Wow. Fuzzy Shake. bear. Shake. Look at... You and your dad, Terry. Jake's a bear. Bears. You're bears. <laughs> 70. 70s bear. He's a bear. Um, I think that's in for the hipsters now. Yes. Finally, my time has come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, yeah. but that's, I didn't, but I didn't know that with a, and I thought it was very, oh, to yeah. see my nephew sitting there with a brand new baby without his shirt on. Thank like you. Well, yeah, yeah, it decreases stress though, because it does release. Hmm. Baby or no baby, it releases skin on skin, theoretically releases oxytocin, and it's a big stress manager, a bonder. Okay. Um, and we talked about this one. Uh, we This was, I do remember this one from our last podcast. Okay. It ignites your metabolism because they say staying cool throughout the night may help rev, rev your metabolism, according to a 2014 study in the Journal of Diabetes. That's enough, potentially, for me right there. To stay cool, or to sleep naked, yeah. or to stay cool in bed. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. But yeah. what if you have an earthquake? Well, this is true. This is true. That's why if you got to run, or an emergency, or a burglar. And you can't sleep naked when you have kids. Oh, I wouldn't know. Let me tell you. No. No. I know the odd time no. when I have slept naked. Creepy I'm not sure I'd tell you why. But oh, it, why? it makes me nervous to why? think if I have to get up. Why? You know, just sometimes. Why? just like to feel the, sh- the sheets upon my skin. And I'm just talking about the... A boot? The, the private times. You sleep naked for the private times? I thought you were an afternooner. Well, just saying. I like to... I fall asleep after all the time. You get in bed at the after- in the a- no, in I the d- afternoon, I, I, take I, care of things, go night-night in the nude. I don't anymore <laughs> because I work full-time now. Is this so, when you were boozing that you used to do that? No, or? I'm just saying that. Sober you did that. If there's a time in the afternoon when you, when you want to have a little time by yourself, I take my clothes off. I don't just put my hand down there. and I'm just not down there rooting around. 
Big trying to find a, the imagery on that's not good. Uh, no, <laughs> trying to find a gold in a sack. I'm just, oh. I just like the feeling. Saying. Okay. Well, yeah. If you, you have know kids, what I'm it's saying. just not a reality. But if you should yeah. keep your clothes by in case there's a burglar. A burglar. Yeah. Or, or an, an earthquake. Do? Or an earthquake. Yeah. Then yeah. Just yeah. Saying. So don't do any of this. Okay. If you live in an earthquake zone or you have kids, don't. Or you could be robbed. Is there is there any other tips or was that it? It's a sequel. Oh, it's like an add-on. Oh my god! What do you have? How, I, what to do when you buy clothes you don't wear? Oh, freaking riveting! Hold on, let me lie, let me tease the shit out of that segment. Coming up, stay with us. What to do with clothes you bought that you don't wear. There's a whole psychology behind it. You're not going to want to miss this. I'm telling you, there's a psychology. You are not going to want to miss this. You know what? I'd like. Let's to see what people think about this on Twitter, Manus. I'd like to snap your neck with my thighs right now. Just give it a quick snap. Jillian Michaels, Twitter. Clothes or no clothes? <laughs> Good one, Jake. At Manus. Right, so on the line we have Amanda who's got a question about uh, running. Okay. With your uh, when you're with uh, with child. Oh. So this is good timing. Ah, Amanda, congratulations. Thank you. It's so good to talk to you, Jillian. Oh my gosh! Likewise, but how far along are you? So I'm about ten weeks. Oh my god, that's so, so exciting! Early. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. The first, uh, up until about a week or two ago, I was nauseous all the time. Yeah. Uh, and had a lot of food aversion. But things are starting to calm down a little bit better now. And so, you know, I'm getting back into real life and eating real food. And, you know, it's, it's good. <laughs> I would it's send you good, a so. freaking copy of my new book, but I don't even have a galley. They, they've rushed it to production. I, I can give it to you when you're... How many weeks are you going to be? You're going to be, oh, you'll only be four months. You'll be about four yeah. months. I'll get your information. I'll send you a copy. It's uh, literally for women just like you who are currently pregnant. Yeah. That's yeah, exciting. I've been for it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my gosh. I never expected it to happen this soon. And so, you know, it's a little bit of surprise, but we're very happy. Oh, that's wonderful. So what's the question? So my question is, uh, a bit, so I've been running for years, not anything serious, just a couple times a week. A couple of miles, like two or three miles, so nothing like you know okay. super serious. Uh-huh. Um, I ran a, I ran a half marathon a couple of years ago, but that was, you know, not something that I'm willing to do again. So, uh, <laughs> no problem. So, I, I, yeah, no, yeah. you don't, and you, you know, don't need to. Yeah. Uh, so before I found out I was pregnant, I actually signed up for a 10K um, with, that is raising money for St. Jude Children's Hospital. And so it's a fundraiser and, you know, raise money for my family and friends and all of that. So I'm hoping that I can still run it. It's beginning of December. Um, and it's 10K, so it's only six miles. Okay, um, five but months. I have read a lot of articles about how if you were running before, you can continue running. Like, it's okay for the baby and all of that. That That but is then, the rule of thumb. And, in fact, it can increase mommies who exercise I mean, I, I go on and on and on about this in the book, but the benefits mm-hmm. of fitness for your child are 
enormous. Yeah. They have less stressful deliveries. They have better cardiovascular conditioning themselves. It's it's incredible the benefits. And the key is exactly that that you're maintaining your level of intensity in fitness that you had prior to pregnancy. So it's not the time to go, ooh, I'm going to up the ante. Or, no, that's that's right. not advantageous. And it's also not the time, it really isn't the time to run a marathon, even though women nowadays are like, look at what I can do pregnant. And we've gone to right. this opposite extreme, you know, whereas several decades ago, it was like, oh, you know, you, you poor precious thing. And it was treated like a condition. And everybody handled pregnant women like as though they were fragile and breakable, which, you know, is totally absurd and ridiculous. But now it's like, I squatted 300 pounds and then I delivered the baby on the gym floor. And then I posted it on Instagram. And that's not smart either. You know, the, the answer is obviously common sense and maintaining your level of fitness. Now, with that said, of course, you want to make sure there are no complications with the pregnancy. You want to check with your doctor first. If you have any bleeding, if you get any contractions, you know, I have, I have all that stuff outlined in there. But if you notice something, right. then yes, of course, you would, you would stop and you would contact your doctor. But that's the chances of that are extraordinarily slim. Um, and if so, I can't okay, raise it. So I'm running like two or three miles at this point. Is it okay to like slowly increase up to like that six miles or would you not even recommend that? It's about intensity level, not okay. duration. So yeah. it's so for example, if you were running so so there used to be this old rule about heart rate. Um, and now, mm-hmm. now we use or, or a better a better gauge is the Borg scale, uh, and, and not going above a certain number on the Borg scale. So it, the key here is keeping yourself cool. So you want to run indoors if you can, where there's air conditioning. You don't want to get overheated. That's that's just not a great idea in general. You want to make sure you stay hydrated, and you want to make sure that you can carry on a conversation. Not like you know, oh yeah, and then I went to the but but you can talk. That essentially, right. the talk test. Um, in yeah, fact, I, I, I have a little. I do like intervals, and so it's like five minutes running and then one minute walking, um, just repeated until you know I did not like get over, like you know, get my heart rate up too high or anything like that. You really want to be at what, what's considered like a thirteen on the Borg scale of like somewhat hard you know really you want to be able to to talk that's that's the key and so it isn't so much about oh you know i that would be better for you than running crazy sprints that you had never done before does that make sense yeah definitely that's that's the key and the other thing is you know you'll only be five months at that point so your center right. of gravity won't be won't be that far off, and and you're not doing anything extremely explosive or plyometric or load bearing or crunching down on your abdomen, and and the, also remember to listen to your body. But Heidi, I mean, yeah. dude, I, we she trained with um, Andrea Orbeck, who uh, is a pregnancy mm-hmm. fitness specialist, and she created the fitness regimen um, mm-hmm. program within the book. And it, I mean, Andy had her; she was bounding on the treadmill at nine months. We were trying to bounce the wow. kid out of there. No go. But <laughs> no go, buddy. But, I mean, yeah, she was, you know, it wasn't entirely comfortable, but she was she was jogging. I mean, yeah. and it's, it, you don't again, you don't want to run a marathon um, and always talk to your doctor, but it's, it's about that level of intensity. That's the key. You don't want to go beyond your level of intensity. Right. 
So the reason that I actually raised this question, because I had read basically what you told me in a lot of articles, but I got a book that was, like, it's called Your Fit Pregnancy, okay. that um, talked about running while pregnant and how it's okay for baby, but that it can cause problems for, like, the mom's pelvic floor. And so it's, like, could be harmful to, like, me, but not necessarily to my baby. Do you know anything no. about that? No, no, not it. Not if you, yeah, not if you're. <laughs> the The real concern for your for your pelvic floor is if you're you're not exercising at all. That's the concern. Is that you get atrophy? But like you should definitely like in the, okay. So we have a bunch of exercises in the book to strengthen and condition your pelvic floor. So yes, this wouldn't. I I wouldn't want it to be your only form of exercise. I would, but right. but the thing is not. Oh, running is going to damage your pelvic floor. Like you, you want to do exercises to strengthen your pelvic floor. Does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah. You're yeah, not. Definitely. You know. You're not. This is not. You're not going hog wild and running crazy distances or insane sprints. Or you're going to be five months pregnant. You're not. Right. You know. You're not nine months pregnant. Five months. You'll probably yeah. just start to show. Yeah. That yeah. It, literally, I when Heidi had five months, I was like, "Oh, look at you! I guess you are pregnant." Because I mean, it, right. it, it's like you yeah. may, you know, is this your first? It sounds like it's your first. Oh, my guess is. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's it's generally women who um have are on their second or third pop a little sooner. The first one, you're like, "Are you sure you're pregnant? You peed yeah. on the stick? Went to the doctor? Right. Like you five months? You you like you'll know." But it, it's not, you're not going to be, oh, my God, my belt. No way. No, 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 no. I, it, this is, you're not, if you were, again, if you were running a marathon, I'd be like, no, buddy, it's just not a good idea. It's not a good idea when you're not pregnant. You know, that's also another good rule of thumb that I, I try to, hey, you know, a lot of these things aren't a good idea when you're not pregnant. So, kind of doubly not a good idea when you are uh but no you you don't no no i i'm gonna as soon as i have a copy i'm gonna send you a copy i'm gonna get your manis get me your information i will for and sure get you your information there's a whole exercise regimen in there specifically with exercises to strengthen your pelvic floor awesome awesome can i ask you one more question yeah so um i'm working with a personal trainer a couple times a week um, and I've obviously told him that I'm pregnant. Um, but do you have any um, just general guidelines for, like, what I should be avoiding in terms of weightlifting or, you know, the strength training, that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, or things that I should or... Again, I'm I'm going to play it safe here. Um, and there are people, you know, there are the Instagrammers that are like, I back squatted 200 pounds. And, you know, we've all seen it. You know yeah, it's possible, but it's not it's not ad- advantageous. So right. obviously you know that the hormones are making your body more hypermobile, right? Because we're preparing right. for your freaking body to expand and literally, you know, the hip to open up and you're going to have a freaking kiddo. So yeah. you want to be careful with any sort of explosive exercise so like it's it's not okay. the time for olympic lifts it's not the time yeah. for jump training it's it's not the right. time for sprints or hit intervals it's not the time it's just okay. it's just not it, it, it just is not advantageous you don't want to be doing 
crunches. You don't want to be um, pressing uh, load-bearing large amounts of weight up above and over your head. You you don't want um, you want to be careful. You don't want to be doing any uh, devices in the gym that in or like balance devices. Um, which again, I, I personally don't like. Um, I prefer that people get unstable on a stable platform. So, for example, you know, a push up into a bird dog. But you don't want to be on a Bosu ball because you're. And and a lot of women are like, well, my balance was fine during my pregnancy. But what happens is that as you get bigger, it, it's disorienting. Yeah. It can throw off your center of gravity. Um, you know, there's you don't want to overheat. That's important. Very important you stay cool. Very important that you stay hydrated. Uh, very important right. you maintain the same level of fitness. But in in truth, it's it's about sort of that sweet spot. And you don't really want to overdo it. You don't. Right. You know, right. I, I personally would say, and again, it depends on your intensity. If your intensity is low, then you can do a longer duration. But I kind of advocate for no more than five hours a week max. And that's not, yeah. and remember, that's not crazy intensity. You don't, it's not the time to overdo it. It's about being yeah. smart and strategic with your fitness. Yeah. And making sure that yeah. you're resting, making sure you're getting your rest, making sure you're getting yeah. proper nutrition, making sure that you want to remove as many of the chemicals in your environment as you possibly can for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. But proper proper nutrition is going to help your recovery from fitness because at the end of the day, you know, fitness is still stressful on the system. So you also want to make sure that you're eating at regular intervals. You're keeping your energy yeah. levels up. And if you notice anything, anything where you're like, ooh, you know, oh, I don't feel well or any you know, I'm dizzy, I have their blood or contract, you know, you call the doctor immediately, immediately. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Now that my food aversions are gone, I can start eating better. There was like a week or two that all I could stomach were carbs. Oh. <laughs> it was like protein was just not happening. Like a lot of things were just not even on the board. But now, now I'm getting back into eating healthier again. So. The the second trimester is sort of like the honeymoon of pregnancy. <laughs> Because it's, you know, yeah. a lot of that stuff from, from the first trimester abates. A lot of the exhaustion, a lot of the nausea. Um, and, oh. and then the third trimester is, well, it wasn't a picnic for <laughs> Heidi, um, right. which I I write about. You know, every woman has different yeah. experiences with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, we it's, it's she didn't, she was ready for him to come out. She was like, yeah. all right. We're like literally creating a human. Yeah. So. She said about eight months, she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she was peeing every five seconds. She had a foot in her rib cage that was driving her crazy. She couldn't yeah. sleep. She had restless leg. But, you know, it's only three months. And, right. and you know what? You're creating a baby. That's exactly right. right. And it's, the it's, is worth it. it's so, so worth it which was easy for me to say because i was cheering from the sidelines but i promise right. you that the first time she saw our son she would have been pregnant for a decade if that's what it took for for him to be born yeah. so yeah. but but you know well, you're you are literally honestly you are you are doing don't worry about the running you're not doing anything that's crazy or um dangerous or anything like that and the fact that you're sticking with your exercise regimen is 
fantastic. And the benefits are huge, buddy. Huge, huge, yeah. huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, at the very least, I'm trying to walk at least 30 minutes a day. At the very least. Just to keep myself active for as long as I can. So. That's perfect. And just remember, it's proper gear, nice, safe, cool workout environment. Don't allow your body temperature to get above 102. Stay hydrated. You know, a, a safe level of exercise intensity. So you're going to follow that Borg scale, and I'll, I'll send you a copy of the book. But it's like don't go above. Uh, don't don't go more intense. Don't train more intensely than you were training prior. Okay? Um, okay. Frequency and duration, don't overdo it. Three to five times a week, 30 to 60 minutes, 60 minutes being max. Max, okay, and nothing dangerous for obvious reasons, nothing where you're going to take a fall. So this is not the time for horseback riding, gymnastics, soccer. You know what I mean? Hydrate, warm up, cool down, proper nutrition, and you will be absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. I'm excited for you. I'm very excited, I'm very excited. I've I've wanted to be a mom since I was too young to be a mom, so... I'm really excited for this point in my life. I think Jillian is a great name. Just so. <laughs> oh I, I actually, so when I got Genesis email this morning, I proposed that to my husband. So, you know, <laughs> oh, that's very Especially sweet. for like, boys. For boys, it just gives them a sensitive side, you know? Oh, God. I'm super excited for you. Keep us posted. And Janice will get your information. As soon as I get my freaking first copy, I will get you a book out ASAP. Cool. Thanks, Wonderful. Amanda. Thank you so much. Carbonated water, is it as good as hi- at hydration as flat? I just got back from Cuba, and they were always asking Cuba? Do I- yeah. Why didn't you tell me that? Uh, I don't know. <sighs> they they ask you, do you want flat or it's gas? Well, what, what, gas? Flat or How gas? How is Cuba? Gas water. Yeah. Uh, I spent seven nights in Havana. <gasps> That's a long time to be in Havana. We were booked for 10. We came home early. Yeah. 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 Because we quickly realized that. not a that, lot to do there, yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh, really? I told you that, honey. I, I was along for the ride. I said to my friends, F it. You guys it's book a, it. Yeah, I got stuff I'm doing now. a long time for Havana. Yeah. yeah. It was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, well, how was the first few days? <laughs> the first night, we obviously overdid it. We got there and got incredibly drunk. The rum was cheap. Yeah. yeah I, good. I cut my hand pretty deep. <gasps> what happened? I was climbing this wall oh. that wasn't stable and it broke and what my is it? what is it Castro's Palace? <laughs> You're like Ryan Lochte and I, getting into trouble. I grabbed yeah. a sharp metal thing and it Ooh. sliced into my hand. That and is bad. It did tol- you get a tetanus shot? When I got back I did. Okay. It could have used a stitch or two but I didn't get it because I didn't want to get stitches in Cuba. No, no. Uh, Apparently the medical system's fantastic to see. Huh? I don't well, know. I saw socialism. Who knows? I saw a couple I hospitals like when we're walking around oh. from the outside they look like complete shit yeah, everything rude. looks like it's all dilapidated yeah I hear the you. food was bland rice and beans chicken and pork yeah bland food the weather was really hot 100% humidity and it rained a lot yeah a lot of my friends um, didn't like cuba it was gorgeous like the there are plants everywhere and old havana was like very european influenced very right. nice architecture but Everybody yeah, wants something my from you. Cynthia was like, I, I had wanted to go. She she was like, Jill, there's nothing there. Yeah, when they yeah. opened it up, you know, and she was like, yeah. she's like, you'll hate it. Might she as well Canadians go to like, have been somewhere going else. for years. Yeah. yeah, that's she's Canadian. Yeah, oh my friends, Canadian. Go to she, somewhere else and it's another island. Yeah, she was like, you won't. She goes two days max. 
I, wow. I wish I knew that. Yeah. Because the money I spent there could have gone to Europe for two weeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But the, now that Americans are allowed in, they, the, what yeah. I've heard is that the Americans are going to put in like the five star hotels. Well, they're gonna, probably uh, they're going to uncube. She said there's no like yeah. She's like it's just kind of whatever. I was like come on no it's Cuba. She's like no it's whatever. Check this out I heard though. That. They're very progressive thinking. Like okay Ooh. so out of the sixteen. Um, I guess territories or whatever. Mm. I was told I didn't do my research to double check, but I was told that ten of the sixteen people that I guess govern or run the territories are homos. Women. <gasps> Even better. Wow. And they view women yeah. as stronger than men there. Stop it. And no. they're, they're very accepting of gay and the trans culture. There's a lot of trannies, ton of trannies. Really? And uh, some of the bars I went to had gay flags flying outside, That's had like tranny flag. shows. That's very, you know? the t- stereotypically speaking, the Latino community is not totally pro yeah. homo. And, and uh-huh. you would think Cuba would be kept Well, the down. religion, the religion's a big part of it. Is there anything good, about, like Cuba-ish about this story? Or like you know, you know, like 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 midnight run or what's that drug smuggling? Oh yeah, the midnight guy, run. Who's no? That's Colombia. Was that was Turkey, and then Colombia was Escobar. Which one are you thinking of? I don't know. Just drugs and Miami Vice. No, just anything <laughs> like fun, you know, the, or yeah, just like the rum was the rum was cheap. Drank rum. Drank uh, rum here. Cigars were cheap. They're I cheap, mean, cheap here. Oh, we got we did go we visited the synagogue. Uh, oh, well, that that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, there's pictures of Fidel like in there lighting the menorah, wearing a yarmulke and stuff. I don't really? know if it was yeah. Is it you? No, but I found out one of the only ways to get out of Cuba is it if you're Cuban is this to make Aliyah and like move to Israel. Oh. And so they'll let you move to Israel. Oh, to the homeland. Yeah. I didn't know there was Jewish people in Cuba. There were 15,000 before Castro, and now there's 1,200. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, right. But they're... All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, what is the difference between sparkling water and flat? <laughs> I had this segment teed up, and I thought I let Jake take it because I thought it was going to go somewhere. Oh, my God. They offered me sparkling and flat water. But yeah. it went back to sort of like a genocide situation, which is depressing. And mm-hmm. I, I'm allowed to say that. You know why? Because my grandmother was an Austrian Jew who ran from the Nazis. So in truth, I think that I am more offended than anyone in this room about that. There's a verse about me, and it's one of these holy books that I'm the devil. My mm-hmm. dad was full-blown Arab. My mom's mom was an Austrian Jew. My mom's dad was Sicilian. And then my stepmother is Mexican and Venezuelan, so my brother and sister are a quarter Mexican, quarter Venezuelan, half Arab, but an Arab, uh, Arab Jew. How? But I'm neither. I mean, but like I don't, we don't have a religion. But like my dad's, yeah, 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 family was um, uh, Arabic. Wow. Yeah, his mother was Syrian. His father, well, we actually think he was Greek, but they came through Lebanon. They were Greek Orthodox, and his name was Makarios. I think they were from Cyprus. But they came from Greece to Lebanon to the States. So, like, I'm half Arab. I'm full-blown, like, a, a Syrian Jewish lesbian. I don't I don't get any prizes for that. No. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what... Oh, no. I'm sure you do, but I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Wow. No. Um. Uh, anyway, sparkling yeah, water sparkling will hydrate water. you. <laughs> 
just as well as flat. Wow, you know, you know what I love about our show hmm. is we always come around. Did you get the circle. point? Did yep. you get the point? Is Absol- there a takeaway there for you? Absolutely. Well, then what else do you need? You know what, Jillian, you're a. I mean, do you need to know the 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 makeup of the water? I mean, no. is that necessary? Because no. I can explain that to you, Manis. No, I think uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm just glad we found our way back. Yeah, it's rumored not to hydrate, but that's actually that's not the truth. Yeah, the sparkling comes from carbon dioxide. But that doesn't prevent your body from absorbing moisture, Janice. And this comes from a hydration expert at the University of South Carolina who happens to be a Ph.D. And in fact, Manis, one study found that after an intense workout, carbonated water replaced participants' fluid just as well as still. Well, there you go. Yeah. Is it bad for your teeth? You'd have to drink an obscene amount. No. Ah. Will it add inches to your middle? Not if it's just carbonated water. Although... Some of the bubbles might make you a little gassy. Can it give you heartburn? Well, if you're already prone to heartburn, you might want to stick with the plain stuff around meals because evidence suggests that bubbles may aggravate pre-existing reflex issues by lowering the opening of the esophagus, making it easier for acid to creep up your gullet. Wow. Yeah. But all you really need to know is that, yes, it will hydrate you. Can't store your water consumption. Oh, because Jake's was thrilling. I mean... Don't forget, email us your questions with your phone number to jillianpodcast at gmail.com. We want to talk to you.